Talk better to me, guys, on this Taco Tuesday, May 20th of 2019. I'm running a little behind. The episode should have been out today, but it will be out. Well, by it'll be out right now. You're listening to it. <laughs> but from now on, it will be out on Taco Tuesday and Thursday from now on, starting next week. And next week, we have a huge episode. I got a few big episodes planned. Big. But this week, we're going to focus on taco specials. Congratulations, John, on making it through four weeks Yay. of hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Congrats, John. It's nice to have you back. It feels good to be back. Good. Back in Charleston, the city of love, the holy city. I was back up north this past weekend, so if any of you guys thought you saw me in the Atlanta or Boston airports or Charleston, then yeah, you probably did. But I don't think we're at the point of recognition yet. It's kind of hard because I know we put out pictures, but the only way people would really firmly be able to recognize us is if they were sitting next to us and we were talking to someone. They were like, I know that voice from somewhere. I'd be like, are you Jen Collins? I'd be like, yes. Or if one of us got into porn. Ew. Who would you want that to be? <laughs> I, I think he's volunteering himself yeah, for that. I am that. not volunteering for that. Sorry. Uh, Tonight, we are recording for Taco Supremo, Mike. Yay, Mike. Uh, Taco Supremo, Mike is a fellow veteran, John, and he was super excited uh, to hear that you're a veteran and um, have you do this story. I know nothing about it. I just know that it's a taco special. All right, tonight's hint was backhoe. What the hell? We're not doing the shots? We're getting to it because one of the shots is the hint, name no. of the hint. Okay. That reminds me. Guys, on the airplane, Rat Race was on the airplane. Oh, I know. I saw. And I started watching it and I just was laughing so hard. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to finish watching this here. I'm going to, we're going to go home and I'm going to make them watch it. <laughs> I'm not watching that. You'll like it. I'm not going to watch it. Why? Because I watch grown-up things, I've, nonfiction, haven't history you seen it channel. Before? It's no, funny. I've never seen it before. You would like uh, it. It's your sense of humor. Am I going to learn something? If yes, I watch you it? will. What would I learn? There's actually facts about Hitler in there. So, facts about Hitler. Yep. <laughs> You're just saying that because you I'm know not. I love watching Hitler documentaries. I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying it. I swear. What's one thing they say about Hitler in the Rat Race movie? They talk about his cars. I'm pretty sure that's a kids' movie. Not Rugrats, Rat Race. It's yes, a cartoon. No, it's not. No, with the chef hat. No, no, no. no. that's Ratatouille. Oh yeah, I love Ratatouille. What's Rat Race? I never heard of that. It's Rat. Oh my gosh, you would love. You would we, love it. They, oh god. Well, who's the rat with the hat? Ratatouille. 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 I love that movie. I never. Rat seen Race that is either. a very underrated movie, and um, we're gonna probably because it. it blows. It's, no, it doesn't. It's funny. You would like it. Uh. I All right, if you guys watch Rat Race and you don't like it, but you have to be honest, if you don't like it, I will I will buy a round of drinks next time we go out. No, because that's not worth sitting there for an hour and a half watching this shitty I'll buy three rounds of drinks. 
We're drinking Dos Equis tonight for some reason. <laughs> Someone bought them for the party that we went, that we hosted, the cocktail party, and um, and we're despite it, me asking to get Dos an IPA, a Stella. Dos Equis is a really crappy beer. I, I'm sorry, man. It's not a good beer. I haven't taken a sip yet. I'm afraid. I mean, it's it's Mexican it's, beer. Dos I don't know what Mexican no, beer is. This is. is I'd rather drink Corona than this. This is just shit. I don't know this, if I like Corona either. This is literally the worst beer ever. You know what's really good is Sapporo. That's Japanese. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. It's good. I didn't say what oh, country You know what from. we haven't done in a long time? Hibachi. Mm. Hibachi is fun. Anyway, so the hint tonight is backhoe, so we're drinking shots of the same name because we couldn't <clears> find <throat> a cocktail that would be... Relative. That made sense, or that we had the ingredients for. So, we are actually having two shots this evening. What? The first shot is of the name of Backhoe. I'm pretty sure it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Even though it has tequila, whiskey, and rum, which I like all things separately. Together, it's probably going to taste like shit. We're taking two shots? Yes. Babe, we always take two shots. (laughs) (laughs) So, so the first shot that we're going to take is... The backhoe, and then we will wash it down with Jen's choice this evening of a surprise shot. All right, everyone. Which kind of looks like Pepto Bismol. It's not. It's not as dark as Pepto Bismol. My nails look like the color of Pepto Bismol. It does. That was not as bad as I thought. Agreed. Why are you guys squinting? Because it was still bad. It wasn't that bad. It was good. Nicole's taking a chaser now. Jen is taking a chaser. I'm not taking a chaser. I refuse. Ew. All right, let's do some surprise shots. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Tonight's shot comes courtesy of my mom. Oh. Thanks, Jen's mom. And thanks for the new shot glasses, Jen, from your trip back home to Beantown. You're welcome. Beantown? Yeah. You never heard Boston called Beantown? No. Ugh. That's strawberry milk. Strawberry Baileys? Mm-hmm. Yep. Courtesy of the Baileys factory in Ireland from my oh. mom's last trip to Dublin. Mm. Thank you, Baileys. That was delish. I think it tasted like, um, you, you remember those strawberry, like Nesquik? Yes. Yes. No, I was, well, yes, but no, I was going to talk about like the yogurts. They had the kids' yogurts that were like creamier than regular yogurt. Yeah, yogurt. yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it does taste like that. Yeah. So I'd like to say that the hint tonight was backhoe. For one of our tacos primos. So where are we going and who are we killing? I don't know where Mike is from. I don't it's I don't know if it's where he's from. I know I know that it's somewhere like a New Jersey or Pennsylvania area. I'm gonna go with Well just tell me what happens. I don't know. I didn't look it up. Someone is using a backhoe and discovers a body. Tell me what a backhoe is, first of all. It's like a bulldozer. But not. What is it, Nicole? Yeah, what Jen said. It's a it's a big machine. Is it like the thing that digs up the dirt? Yeah, that's a backhoe. Like a Tonka truck, but life size. Yeah. Yeah. I, like a scooper. <clears throat> yeah. A scooper. A giant pooper scooper. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I guess I think that. Um, a body was 
picked up and disposed of using a poop giant pooper scooper. I think that <laughs> maybe they were like maybe they were building a housing area, a housing development, and they were a body was discovered by a backhoe when they were digging the foundation Ooh. for the house. Mm. I found a video on backhoes, and it's a very American video. Oh God. Listen to Down there. Should be without is the backhoe. We're talking about the industrial tractor with a bucket mounted on the front and a boom, dipper, and bucket mounted on (laughs) the rear. Like America. This particular backhoe we are using is equipped with an extendable dipper stick. That dipper stick. Listen to that music. America. No? Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's really American music. I feel like if you were listening to something like British music, it would be like... You know? Something like that. Americans are very confident, aren't we? Like, that is the sound of somebody who's confident with their fucking yard tools. All right, so this story is requested by Mike. Yo, Mike. Good friend, Taco Supremo, and he wanted to know about, quote, Cosmo and his backhoe, which I think is going to be the name of the title. The main character is Cosmo DiNardo, a.k.a. Dellen Millard 2.0. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a real well, piece of shit. And he was you... um, the ex... What was that, that guy? What was it? He the was thing? the eliminator. De- Dellen Millard, the rich... His yeah. dad on No, the... I was trying to think of the name of the thing. Eliminator. The dad on the um, airline thing. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. When you say Cosmo and his backhoe, it kind of reminds me of, like, side chick. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. bottom hoe. Oh. It's not bottom hoe. Is Cosmo his real first name? Yeah. Wow. It was after his grandpa. So, all right. Yeah. This guy, this guy like comes a dog's from money. Name. So, Dell and Millard, if you guys remember from Dell and Millard, come on, come on, Dell and light my fire. Dell was a rich kid. And so, this is basically the same exact story. This guy named Cosmo is a rich kid. Cosmo is actually. Taken from his grandfather, which was a real estate developer. Hmm. His grandfather hands all his real estate holdings down to his father. And the father and mother, they both have their own business. He runs a concrete business. She runs a trucking business. And then their delinquent son is a shithead. And he's a woman we're talking about now. Mm. So his name is Cosmo, yeah. Well, Um, (laughs) Great. Yeah, and we're going to uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So, Nicole, where is Pennsylvania at? Uh, Pennsylvania is in the Mid-Atlantic region. It is north of Maryland, south of... What is the border? New New Jersey, New New Jersey, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Nicole. You're welcome. It's her third place geography bee winner. Anytime. Shout out to my Mm. sister and brother-in-law who went to Villanova. Um. Pennsylvania. Oh, is that where they met? No, they met beforehand. Oh, okay. All right, this is from someone from Websleuth talking about Bucks County. I'm from Bucks County, and as others have noted, there is a pretty big heroin opioid problem, Ooh. especially in the last five years and getting much worse in the last two or three. 
in particular among upper middle class kids, it's pretty often that yeah. I see reports of people I went to high school with or who went to neighboring schools dying. So in a case like this, that's just the immediate thought most people have. So people think this dude's on opioids. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting that uh, you just wouldn't think that heroin would be something from for an upper cl- class. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a Fuck huge yeah. problem on the Cape. But you would think cocaine was the it was. Yeah, but cocaine class. just gets you up and makes you feel good a little bit. Like heroin makes you trip, man. But it, does it really? But is heroin? I thought that was LSD. Expensive or no? no heroin's cheap as shit. Right. Cocaine's so that's expensive. where you would think that it would be. No. So alcohol is a depressive. So if you're drinking at the bar and it's about 10 p.m. and the bar closes at two and you're already in that drunken state where you kind of slump down you use cocaine to bring you back up back into the world so you can party hardy until 2 a.m are you thinking about the video i sent you i don't even know what i said to you in that video i just know that i was taking a video to send to you guys and um juliet yelled at me was that in the background yeah she was really play it? yeah. She was really mean to me the other night. Okay, so my, I went home to, for my sister's graduation this past weekend at, from Salve Regina, and apparently it's tradition that on the night before graduation, the students take you know their parents who are in town out to one of the bars with them. So I went, and we went to a couple of bars actually. So by the time we got to this place called West Deck, I was already pretty. Sauce. West Dick? West Deck. Anyway, so <laughs> so I was Shit. I was pretty sauced and she um she was like really mean to me. She was like yelling at me all night and about what? She was I don't know. Like I was trying to talk to her friend her, her friend's cousin, not like talk to him like hey, like actually have hold a conversation with him and she's like don't talk to him and she literally pushed me away. And then I was making this video for you guys cuz I missed you and I don't remember what I said, but she was like what are you doing? Stop doing that. And at one point I was wearing um these jelly sandals and they were really slippery on the floor and we were dancing and my jelly shoe slipped. And I fell. And she was so mad at me and she was so embarrassed by me because she thought I just fell over because I was drunk. Now, let me remind you that I am the first person to admit if I fall over because I'm too damn drunk. Like, I am not ashamed of that. But my jelly, my jelly shoe slipped and she was just so mean. And I was, like, miserable. So I got really drunk and then on the way home from Newport, which is 45 minutes away from New Bedford, we had to, like, pull over three times so I could throw up. Who drove? My dad. Oh, because he he came I out. Didn't realize that they were with him. Yeah, they were with us, the parents. Uh, my mom was having a grand old time. Yeah, uh, and my dad was there, and I actually ran into a few people I went to high school with, which was um, which is kind of cool because I hadn't seen them in ten years or so. One of the guys I I grew up with from when I was like in preschool. All right, let's hear the evidence here. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah, she says, stop like, that. Stop Nicole that. and John. You're like, Nicole and Wait, I didn't hear any of that, what I said. All you, all, all you said. Yeah, you she, said that to us. I was, was like, what is this? There's no con- Like You're like, who is that? And you're like, it's Nicole and John. <laughs> you sent us a video. Play, vi- play again. You sent us a video with no content. You just stop. sent a video. You didn't even say, I was, hey. I was. Anything. I was going to, and then she made me stop. Why did you send the video? I was drunk. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I was talking to you guys that whole time. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. I was real fucked up, I guess. Yeah. 
I looked at the video. I was like, what the fuck is this? She didn't even say anything. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. Yeah. Good evening. I'm Matt Weintrope, Bucks County District Attorney. Wow, he's dressed pretty casually. Make, uh, an announcement about a significant development in the investigation that you've all been following so patiently, so diligently. We have found human remains in an approximately 12 and a half foot deep common grave that we have painstakingly dug with a lot of care so as not to damage any potential evidence. And I'm very, very sad to say that we can now identify Dean Finocciaro, 19 years old of Middletown, as one of the people that was found buried in that grave. Oh my goodness. He's been missing since Friday. We notified his family that we have recovered his body. There are additional human remains inside that grave. So this painstaking process will go on. We're not done yet. This is a homicide, make no mistake about it. We just don't know how many homicides. Wow. We are yet to know the answer to that question. So that was the district attorney of Bucks County talking, Matthew D. Weintraub. We are going to 2017 in July. This all starts... July 5th. Now, in that mass grave that he was talking about, there were three individuals all under the age of 25. Oh. Okay. Plus another found later also of the same age. So... All same sex? Yeah. They're all men. Hmm. Okay. Our kids. I mean, not even men yet, I guess, you know. It's kind of sad. The grave was actually... 12 and a half feet below the earth. So how do they find that? So they were actually on an 85-acre lot, and the cadaver dogs, I mean... Can they smell that deep? Yeah, they smelled that deep. I mean, it's crazy, Hmm. right? They smelled down through the dirt, and that's where they knew where the bodies... That's crazy. The dirt must have been somewhat disturbed since it was so recent. Yeah, it was disturbed, yeah. Okay, so on July 6, 2017, the grandpa of a Jimmy Patrick, 19-year-old kid, Jimmy, spelled J-I-M-I. Like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, like Jimi Hendrix. Called the police department to report his grandson missing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so remember that was July 6. So Jimmy Patrick, 19-year-old student, he just finished his freshman year at La Loya. Or Loyola. Loyola. What year is this? God dang it. 2017. 2017. Oh, this is after I graduated. So he's just entered his sophomore year at Loyola. Yay! <laughs> Shit, that's really hard to say. <laughs> I mean, this kid, he was on his dean's list at the college. He was big into baseball. July 7th, Jimmy didn't show up for work. That same day, the parents called to report their son, Dean A. Finochario missing as well. A day later, July 8th, Hmm. a day later, another family contacts the police and reports their son, Thomas C. Mio, a 21-year-old, was also missing. Not only that, his car was also missing. Now, the thing about Mio, and I'll show you his pictures and everything in a little bit, but he was a diabetic and he was insulin-dependent. Oh, no. So, mm. 
that's not a good sign. No. If that ever happens. So they were very quick to report him missing. On July 9th, a day later, the parents of Mark Sturgis, 22 years old, was reported also missing by his parents. Now, he was actually the friend of Mio, the one with the insulin dependency. And on July 7th, Thomas Mio told his father that they were him and his friend Sturgis, the other boy that was missing, were going to hook up, you know, and do what boys do that are 22 years old, you know? And that's the last time... I don't know, but... uh, No, so they told his father they were going to go meet up, you know what I'm saying? Just be kids. Anyway, now on July 9th, around 4 a.m. in the morning, Mio's Maxima was found. Now, that's not a good sign because, number one, his insulin was Mm. inside the vehicle, okay? So his car was found in the garage of 2827... Aquatong Road in Solberry. Now, the property was owned by a Sandra and Antonio DiNardo. Does that name sound familiar? Yeah. Familiar? Paul DiNardo. Bernardo. <laughs> no. <sighs> DiNardo. D-I capital N-A-R-D-O. But it sounds like Bernardo. Like Paul yeah. Bernardo. Yeah, I guess oh, it does. yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking So, <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're, I'm already kind of drunk. How? But. I don't know. I just feel kind of buzzed. I do, too. Just a little bit. I'm good. After what happened on Saturday, I think it's going to take a lot. (laughs) I drank a lot. Did you get strange? Stop. I hate that word. That's my new word, strange. Like strangled? No, like strange pussy. Getting strange, Jen. Is that from The Wire? Going out to get some strange. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that before. Yeah, strange. Getting strange. Like, what you doing tonight, bro? Uh, just probably getting some strange. What about you? When you said that, I thought of the doors. All right. So you know this one guy. Well, actually, there's two killers in this story. They're both cousins. One of his name is Cosmo, like Cosmopolitan. Or like Cosmo from the Fairly Odd Parents. C-O-S-M-O, DiNardo. And the other is his cousin, or Sean. Cosmo Kramer. Sean Kratz. Now, Kratz, oh, Kratz. Ken, Ken, Ken Kratz, yes. like Ken Kratz. How to Make a Murderer, yeah. Making a Murderer, <laughs> How to Make a Murderer, <laughs> How to Make a Murderer, what do I think of, yeah. there's a little starter kit here, <laughs> step there you one. go, here's some planted evidence, alright, so this is Cosmo, step one, be completely innocent, <laughs> step two, piss off the police, what the fuck, step three, here's a vial of blood, uh-huh. alright, this is a, this is on Cosmo DiNardo's Facebook page, so he gained a lot of weight from this picture. Yeah, from this picture. So a lot Do you of have pe- an after photo. Yeah, I'm gonna show you plenty. But a lot of people say it's because, and there was even people that I've seen on this story claiming it's because opioid use increases the amount of sugar you intake. Oh, so a lot of people are saying interesting. I had no idea. So if you go like the opioid crisis, like in West Virginia and stuff like that, uh-huh. you can actually see the the obesity rate there is really high. So they're trying to link it to opioid use. I don't know if that has huh. any validity or not. You got to look that up yourself. I didn't really I don't really believe it. But, you know, <clears throat> I want to comment on the comments here. Someone said Bella Copia. Click translation. Does that mean beautiful couple in Italian? Down, 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 down. But then he comments on his own photo. Look at these beauties. 
Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. This picture right here will define who we're talking about. This is Dellen Millard 2.0. So this is his dad's house. Oh, shit. And he nice is... House. Huh? Nice house. Yeah. I mean, so his parents are multimillionaires. All right. And Flipping this, the bird off at the in the picture. This kid... On the roof. Is all about... <laughs> I mean, you know how Dellen Millard was trying to be all gangster and yeah, shit. Yeah, is he like trying <laughs> to jump clues, off his roof? Trying or... to get Blue's you going to be dead on the news. <laughs> this kid is like that. I'm trying to. I'll get you. I'll get you there. Hold on. So he grew up in a wealthy family, wealthy property. His dad, Antonio DiNardo, owned a concrete company, Metro Ready Mix and Supply, and inherited a lucrative real estate portfolio after the death of his father Hmm. in which Cosmo was named after, so Cosmo's grandfather. Okay. All right. They were known as a real estate power couple, Antonio and his wife, Sandra, the parents. Okay. Now, they own multiple businesses and multiple properties that were inherited in the the affluent Salisbury and Ben Salem. Where's Ben Salem? Ben Salem. What is a township? Like a town. What do they call it? Townships up north. Um, I've never seen that in, before. Let's very common in New Jersey and Pennsylvania where they're called townships. I don't really know. It's like everything's why. called a township. It's really weird. Yeah, it's weird. All right. So Cosmo was working at his dad's concrete company, but from his November 14th Facebook post which you're about to see now, he tells his friend that he's now in the, quote, firewood business. He says, I'm in the firewood business now because firewood is slang for selling weed. Is <laughs> it really? Yeah. So this oh. is the thing is, like, your dad is a multimillionaire and you're selling weed. It's really crazy. Anyway, um, he also is big into shoes. He's got, like, a whole thing about Sneakerhead. shoes. Yeah, and some if you go to his Flickr page, it's like What's Flickr. Oh, the Flickr. Yeah, so Flickr is like photos, photos yeah. or whatever. It's like Instagram almost. So he's got all his shoes, and some of his shoes he he put like shotgun bullets and rifle. I mean, he's trying to be gangster. It's just oh, like Dylan Millard, you know, trying to be gangster rapping and shit. And his dad's like a millionaire. <laughs> like, so hood, I bro. come from the streets, so yeah, hood. of the <laughs> affluent neighborhoods. And like, what the fuck? Anyway, um, now a former neighbor recalled that DiNardo was a, quote, scary kid. He also used to freak out locals by walking around in camouflage with a gun and hunting for squirrels. Yeah, that's weird. Now, a lot of people say, and we're going to kind of veer off for a second, which is why I love this podcast, because we talk about so many things. But I do want to say, and you'll hear from him. He actually, I have the interview from him. Saying how he killed all these kids. Because it was him and his cousin that killed these kids. But a year before he kills these four boys, he falls off of his ATV and has a head injury. Now, this is him. It's not really that bad. That's him after the head injury. Mm -hmm. Okay. But a lot of people are saying that before the accident, Cosmo DiNardo was a more milder person, mm-hmm. right? But after the accident, he completely changed and went to, like, this dark side. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if, I, I could see a brain injury 
causing some changes in personality. One of his friends claimed that DiNardo was stranded in the woods after he fell off of his quad. Quad is ATV. ATV, yeah. And he was alone for 36 hours with broken bones and bleeding on his brain. So, but I haven't seen anywhere where he's got frontal lobe damage. So I did a lot of research on frontal lobe damage. So we're going to kind of go in that direction for a while. All right, yeah. Yeah. The frontal lobes are considered our emotional control center and home to our personality. The frontal lobes are involved in motor function, problem solving, spontaneity, memory, language, initiation... Judgment, impulse control, and social and sexual behavior. Hmm. The frontal lobes are extremely vulnerable to injury due to their location. And in fact, if you look at the brain scans that I have, I have frontal lobe damage, mm-hmm. don't I? Yep, you do. Yeah, so a lot of people that were in the military. so Or played play sports. sports. So, all right. If you go watch this Will Smith movie called Concussion, you'll mm. learn everything about brain damage you ever wanted to know. Anyway, the frontal lobe... And my frontal lobe is damaged because I saw my brain scan and it shows it's damaged. From what I've been reading, if you have personality disorders or you're extremely violent or moody or or something like that, it could most likely be because you have frontal lobe damage. Hmm, interesting. You can get frontal lobe damage from anything, playing football, from like in the military, from shooting a 50 cal machine gun. I didn't know that could give you frontal lobe damage, but it can because the the heavy machinery and the shock waves of the the gun blasting causes brain damage. I didn't oh. know that until I started this PTSD therapy. Anyway. Interesting. Have you guys heard of this guy named Phineas Gage? Yes. Okay, who is that? Phineas Gage, he was a railroad worker and he, there was a freak accident and there was a railroad a railroad spike went through his head. And he it went through his frontal lobe and he was this really nice person, and he he was a good guy. And then after his accident, he was, like, really grouchy and mean. And, and he wasn't violent, I don't think, but it, it definitely changed his personality. But hmm. he, he didn't die. The name sounded familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint the, what the story was. Yeah, all right. I'll show you. Let me see. Yeah. So this is probably one of the most hmm. famous cases in brain science ever. Okay, plus it's got... Phineas Gage is also really popular kind of in um, pop culture as well. So basically, as Jen said, he was a uh, railroad foreman, and one day they were blowing out this space so they can put more rails. I guess it was, they were at a mountain. They were blowing out mm-hmm. rocks. And a railroad spike, a big fucking railroad spike. Yeah, those things are Goes big. right through his head, but it goes through his chin and then out the top of his head. So it misses his whole brain except for the frontal lobe. Now, before this, before Phineas Gage got injured, there was a lot of argument, and even still to this day, about localization in the brain for function. So is my emotion controlled by one center of the brain, or is my artistic side controlled by one center, or is it the whole brain in general? So Phineas Gage was kind of like, the guinea pig because he was still living and you could see the changes. So this is basically a picture of him. So that's what he looks like after. So, um, yeah, it's too bad. He was pretty good looking before it happened. Yeah. See, the spike goes through his whole brain. Wow. But it completely damaged his frontal lobe. All right. But he was fine. And like Jen said, everyone, changed. 
everyone that knew him best started saying, this isn't the same person. He looks the same. He acts the same. He talks the same. But something wasn't right. He was completely different. I believe that. And he lived. He lived for 12 years after this incident. So he was obviously studied by all kinds of scientists. Now, all right. So pre-accident, Gage, Phineas Gage was hardworking, responsible, and a great favorite with the men in his charge. Employers also said he was, quote, the most efficient and capable foreman in their employ. Now, this is in the 1800s. Okay, so here are some of the behaviors ascribed to the post-accident of Phineas Gage. If you want to read some of these, I'll read all of them. Um, Post-accident, either unsupported by or in contradiction to the known facts. Mistreatment of the wife and children. Inappropriate sexual behavior, promiscuity, or impaired sexuality. Lack of forethought, concern for the future, or capacity for embarrassment. Parading self-misery, vainglory, or in showing his wounds. Gambling himself into an emotional, reputational bankruptcy. Irresponsibility, untrustworthiness, aggressiveness, and violence, vagrancy, begging, drifting, drinking, lying, brawling, bullying, psychopathy, and psychopathy, in the inability to make ethical decisions, loss of all respect for social conventions, acting like an idiot or a lout, living as a layabout or boorish mess, alienating almost everyone who ever cared about him, and dying due to a debauch. Debauchery. It's like... Um, Foolishness. Yeah, it's like... Going, yeah, it's like going getting strange. The where I'm trying to go with this is frontal lobe damage is a real thing. So the question for this case is: Was this kid? Did he? Because he he did go seek mental treatment voluntarily, put himself in a mental institution after the accident. I do want to say that, but. You got to kind of see, was he like this kind of before? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It sounds like from testimony that he wasn't like this before, but. Well, that's what I was like kind of looking at. But, I mean, even though if he got frontal lobe damage or whatever, like I, so do I, but I'm not killing people. Yeah. That you know of. I was like, no. But I would say, I'm just like thinking, you you can't say that everyone's going to react differently. Yeah. But also, I, I don't know how severe. If it has to do with severity of the injury either. Yeah, or maybe the placement in the frontal lobe. Yeah. All right, so also after the accident, his friend said that Cosmo started doing a lot of K2s. Anybody know what K2 is? Special K? No. Ketamine? No. Very good guess. K2 is a kind of, I guess, a brand of fake weed. Oh. So if you've heard of something called Spice or... Bath salts, which is not the same thing, but it's in the same category. So I've actually done spice before, <laughs> and oh god, it's fucking crazy. Okay, it's the worst shit ever. Like we had, so I was with my buddy this one time, and we smoked this stuff called Black Magic, and I had, we both had a hallucination together. It was awful. It, it was the most paranoid. I've ever felt, I felt like something was chasing me, trying to kill me. Like, we were actually out at, like, my old middle school smoking this stuff. I was, like, 22 or something. And literally, I thought I was going to die. I thought someone was trying to come kill me, like a monster or something. Like, we were tripping hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, me and my army buddy. It was the worst experience of my life. 
anyway, so it's called synthetic cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. So he was probably doing that, which spice is fucking crazy. I I can personally attest to it because I Why used to do it. Why have anything synthetic? Uh, well, all right. So it's legal. It's legal. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know it's crazy, but it, it's really popular with military people. So you go into a little head shop or like a, even a gas station like in Fort Bragg or Fort Benning or whatever, mm-hmm. and they sell it in a little package. Now, on the package, it says not for human consumption, and they sell it as aroma. So the like intention potpourri. is like potpourri to smell good. But that's not really why they're selling it. They know people don't use it for that. They know people smoke it. The same reason why they smell bowls and call them tobacco pipes. There's a whole industry on this stuff. Here, let me show you some uh, spice. The reason it's so popular with the military is because it's not weed. You won't fail a drug test. So you can smoke it, and there's no test to show you that you're smoking it. The only problem is it's not natural. It's all synthetic yeah, and made know. in a laboratory, and it, it's it's... Awful. You don't know what the fuck it really is. It's really so awful. It's not dried er- so it's not dried herbs or anything like that like you would find in a potpourri. No, it's something they spray on it. Something uh, that affects your, and I'm not a, I don't know oh about this, geez. but like your yeah. cannabinoid. So humans have cannabinoid receptors, which is crazy if you think about it, because why would we have those? Like there's a, there's actually a whole theory that we got our consciousness by smoking weed as monkeys, but I'm not going to get into that. Anyway. Um, I think we talked about that once. <laughs> <laughs> so so it basically affects your your cannabinoid receptors but it gives you hallucinations it's it's fucking awful and it's the same thing as bath salts almost i mean they're legal to buy in the store but people use them and then they they go eat people's faces off yeah, in florida like and tide shit. pods I mean, I know well, that no, doesn't not happen. Well, not You don't get high doing Tide Pods. Oh, do you just die? Is that it? Yeah, you just die. Oh, never mind. Well, just don't do Tide Pods either, That's kids. the new generation. They just like to die for some reason. I don't know. This guy, apparently... So he's he, doing that. He's doing that. He may be doing opioids because he gained so much weight. Let me show you him now. Oh, wow. Big difference. He's still not a bad-looking guy. He just put a lot of weight on. He gained a lot of weight. That's why a lot of people were saying that he was on opioids. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be unusual, though, for people to just gain weight in different situations. So you got these two things. All right. So he had an accident. Maybe his frontal loads of damage. And he was doing K2, Spice, whatever. When he was 15, okay, before this accident even happened, he claimed to have killed two people in Philadelphia, which was obviously bullshit, but he's trying to be a gangster, okay? I also want to say that according to— I don't understand to, why people would say they killed It's the same they reason did. they say they killed that old lady that we did last time. Yeah, I know. Viola Manville. Same reason kids are like, yeah, I killed her. According to another friend, he actually was in the mall, and he saw two guys talking to his girlfriend at the time. This is when he was 15, this was pre-accident, and he actually punched them both in the face, okay? For talking to his girlfriend? Yeah. Amber Peters, 20 years old at the time, and whose boyfriend was actually close to Donardo, says, quote, Cosmo was crazy. He's been talking about killing people since he was 14. Oh, my god! This is the reason I'm kind of bringing both worlds in, because a lot of people are like, well, he's got a brain injury. That's why he killed four people. And then you go back and you you hear other people. It's like, no, this guy was just f- crazy to begin with. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, the New York Times also reported that women 
would constantly block him on social media, saying that he was aggressively stalking them for dates and sex. Mm -hmm. He dropped out of Arcadia University. He was banned from the university campus after he dropped out for harassing students. Mm -hmm. And he, quote, randomly messages girls saying, hey, babe, calling them hoes and trying to have sex with them. Oh, that's a wonderful human being. Thanks, asshole. A few weeks after this happened, a woman posted a series of messages on her Facebook pages, on her Facebook page, that were like the private communications between her and Cosmo DiNardo. Mm -hmm. And she says, leave me alone, please. To which he replies, why, babe? I'm pretty cute, and so are you. I want to make babies ASAP. Ew. That's just creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy. Like, that's not even, like, you don't have any game, bro. You're just creepy. Now, this is someone on WebSleuths that actually knew him personally, if you want to read what this person has to say. I have had personal interactions with CD. CD is Cosmo DiNardo. In the past. We went to college, had two classes together, and brief talks. He made it a year and then was gone. Here's what I say, and this is just from my time around him. Anything negative surrounding him isn't entirely shocking. When he first came to our school, I transferred as my family moved from the Philly area, sadly. He didn't really fit in. The school is a very socially progressive campus and an international presence, and CD was sort of like a lost frat boy, it seemed. He alluded to his extracurricular hobbies, more in line with a typical college kid, as he opposed hardcore as he as opposed to hardcore stuff but was constantly talking i mean constantly to the point of bragging we have a larger female to male ratio and a lot of women on campus did not feel comfortable around him ever why i'm posting this is because last fall i went back for a wedding and decided to stop by campus guess who i see cd he recognized me immediately, almost impressively, since we weren't tight, and just randomly started asking me questions. I asked him what he was up to, and he just fed me BS. He discussed that he went to a local D1 school, tried out for football, got expelled for punching a coach, clearly a lie, made an obscene amount of money within a year, and was going to pay for his friend's education at the school. What the fuck? He put on weight, but honestly, you see a lot of kids do the old freshman 15, so it wasn't out of, a rel- out of the realm, given his proclivity of partying. I heard of more conjecture about his appearance on campus and if he was actually welcomed or received zero confirmation. This was about mid-October 2016. So you're banned from the school, but you keep hanging out there? That's just, that's just weird. Like, And he's a liar. And mm-hmm. this is all before. When did you say the accident was? 2017. So, so this is his typical, this is his personality before an accident. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. That it's yeah. not an excuse. This guy is literally Del Emilor 2.0. All right, let me tell you what happened here, and then we're going to hear from him because he tells, of course, he gets a plea deal to avoid the death penalty, right? This all started July 5th. Now, I showed you the Facebook page where he was in the business of, quote, selling firewood, mm-hmm. basically selling drugs, okay, with him and his biddies. I pull mad biddies. <laughs> what? I pull mad biddies. What is a bitty? That was one of those like a bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's a bitch? No, it's like I got bitches. Like bitty. bitty. Why do they call them bitty? It's just. It's. I stopped listening to rap a long time ago. I'm sorry. Anyway, all right. This all started July 5th, 2017. He was selling weed, 
Cosmo DiNardo was driving a silver 2016 Ford pickup on July 7th when he picked up Dean Finachario from his home around 7 o'clock that night. Now, he actually lied to detectives when they took him in. DiNardo said that Finachario asked him to drive to a residence so that he could, quote, do a big coke deal. And then DiNardo said he didn't want to do that, kicked him out of his car, and then went fishing. Actually, that didn't happen because there was a mobile license plate reader on the street. So I go to meet up with Dean. Why are you going to meet up with Dean? A drug deal. This is pre-planned? Yeah. What's he to buy off you? Quarter pound a week. I don't have a quarter pound. I have right. two ounces. So we picked Dean up. Now, this was a robbery. Sean was going to, you know, rob him in the woods by himself on the quad and kill him. He did. So we come back into the barn. You know, we're looking at a Vespa I had. And when we stopped looking at that, Dean turns around to go walk out. When I went to turn, I just hear a bunch of shots go off. Dean goes down, face down. So Sean killed Dean. I took the gun from Sean, and I shoot Dean, you know, I think once or twice. I don't know how many times I shot. Why? Was he not dead? No, he was dead. Okay. But I just, just to finish, you know, just, I just shot him. I'm not lying. He was dead. Okay. His head was split, split the hell open. His brain, you you probably found it. Half his brain was in the barn. So after um, he kills all these kids, he then buries them all on the property, right? Yeah. So he buries three of them. So basically, it's a big drug deal. They actually arrested him for a gun charge prior for the murders. Mm -hmm. They set his bond at a million dollars, and his dad posted the bond. Whoa! But I do want to say it's only—I don't know how the bond works, but they posted 10%. I I think they owe the whole million, but I think the bondsman— Pays the rest or something. I don't know well, how that works. Payment plan. You, you yeah, well, like a you payment don't plan. have to pay it if the person shows up to court, or you get the money back if they show up to court. I, I'm not sure how it works, but because they take the, they take the money if you skip if that person right. skips court. If the parents put up the bond, they would have to either have the cash to post the promissory note with the court, or do what is known as a property bond, which is when they put up their real estate as a collateral, and usually the property has to have 150% of the bond amount and paid principal. So if the parents have $1.5 million in cash or $1.5 million in, in their real property, estate, yep. which is not otherwise mortgaged, they could put up the cash or put up the house, so to speak. They get the bond canceled when he shows up to his hearing. But then, so he posted bail, and then the next day they arrested him for drug-related charges and put him right back in prison. And that's when he confessed to all this stuff because the lawyer came up to him and was like, "All right, you neither. We know you did it. We're not an idiot." You either go to the electric chair, you you know, you go to the death penalty or you tell us what happened. So he spills the beans, you Mm -hmm. know. So Sean Kratz gets screwed because he wasn't first to that. You know what I'm saying? So there's no no plea for him to take. So when they turn their backs on me, Mm -hmm. I shoot Tom in the back and drop him. Mark's like, what the? (laughs) He was such a big kid, I unloaded the gun on him. So... He's paralyzed. He goes, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. I went and grabbed the machine, 
because he's screaming now. I mean, I'm surprised the neighbors didn't hear. Why, why aren't you shooting him again? I'm out of bolts. He's screaming, going crazy. Sean's like got his head in his hands. I grab tobacco. You know, he sees that coming, just shuts the fuck up, and I just run him over. He was arrested shortly after this because he was actually, he went to some guy and tried to sell Tom Mayo's car for 500 . And the guy contacted the police. And then they went and found the car at the garage, which was his parents' garage. My life's done for nothing. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, you killed four fucking people. It like, is done for for nothing. Yeah. I mean, what did you kill them for? It makes no sense. Sad. It's senseless. It's, not, it's one of those senseless things. I don't feel bad for him at all because even, well, number one, he killed those four people. But even then when he was, you know, feeling sorry for himself, he said, I threw my life away for nothing. No, well, you know what? Those four guys, they don't have lives either. They're dead because of you. Yeah. And he didn't even focus on that. He was so focused on, oh, my life You're is very selfish, not, you yeah. know, he was so self-absorbed. It's not like, I feel so sorry, like, I killed those guys and now they're dead because of me. It was, well, I threw my life away. Yeah, he's selfish. I do want to say one thing. Um, the Morning Call newspaper from 21st December 2017 states that the parents of one of the victims, Mark Sturgis, one of the 19-year-olds, filed a wrongful death case against mm. both Cosmo DiNardo and Sean Kratz. But the thing about this is the lawsuit actually named DiNardo's parents, Sandra and Antonio, as the defendants because they were claiming that DiNardo actually used his mother's handgun to kill their son. Interesting. Mm. And the parents, after knowing that their son was put in a mental institution and banned from having firearms, using firearms, they failed to secure the handgun mm. from their son Ooh. with a history of mental health. So wow. I hope they get That's an interesting argument. I, I mean, if, number one, if your parents, your rich-ass parents are going to fucking post your bail for a million dollars or whatever, I hope this woman gets all his money, man. Well, it's also, I mean, it's it was very strategic in the way that they did that because obviously yeah. it's the parents who have a lot of money and a lot of assets yeah. to go give out in a wrongful death yeah. suit. And so, I want to, very smart. And the parents, like, they got it inherited too. Yeah. You know, I mean, they we come from nothing up in this bitch, man. We come from nothing. These people. And we still have nothing. These but... people get money handed to them <laughs> yeah, and they join. like Talk freaking throwing people in pig roasters and eliminators and shit. They're wasting their life. They got everything they want, and they just—they don't—they're not happy with it. I'm—I'm I'm not hating people with money, but if you got money, you're listening to this right now. Why the shit haven't you supported us? Talkmore.com slash join. Become a talk us primo. You know what the fuck? Throw some of that money this way. <laughs> shit. Mm. But I don't know. This story is—you uh, know—it reminded me too much of Dallin Millard. Yeah. Yeah, it um, also kind of reminds me of that other case that we did for Shannon in her hometown. Yeah. So anyway, they're going to make a a documentary slash mm. true crime show out of this case. Oh, so wow. look forward to that. It's going to be in 2020. Huh. Um, it's going to be called The Lost Boys of Bucks County. Oh. So, I mean, because they were lost. Yeah, the they four were, boys. were lost. I mean, they were actually missing persons. Yeah. And three of them were in that mass grave. And then the other one was in another grave. Mm. But, I mean, they were all, I mean, 
kids, like, don't stay off the damn drugs, man. If you want to buy weed, just go somewhere where there's, you can buy weed in like Walmart parking lot where there's other people. You don't have to go to someone's farm and their barn and shit. Find a drug dealer that could just, like, I I used to have a drug dealer that would sell me weed out of his ambulance. He was an ambulance driver. (laughs) (laughs) He would pull up in his ambulance and sell me weed. I swear to God. (laughs) And that, kids, is John's life advice for you, children. Well, I'm saying, like, I didn't have to go. I mean, he would pull up right in the parking lot and, and, you know, I didn't have to go to someone's barn to buy weed. Therefore, I didn't have to worry about getting shot and then run over with a backhoe. You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of uh, that line in Love Actually. Kids, don't buy drugs. Become a pop star and they'll give you them for free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And don't do fucking spice. Do not do spice. Don't ever do spice. Have you ever seen that? Don't do fake drugs. Do real ones. Have you all seen that video? Don't do the cinnamon challenge either. What's that? Oh, geez. That kills people. Oh, well, let's get out of this bitch. I'm ready to go to bed. If you really enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you really like this episode, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our stalker, go to talkmer.com slash join. Become a Talko Supremo. Get a badass t-shirt, sticker, swag, a lot of love. Shout out all over the place. Tell me what story you and me do. I'll research it. Dedicate it to you every Thursday at Talk Murder to Me Podcast. My name is John here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, hugs, not drugs. You know what I really hate is when people say, I'm getting some brain. (laughs) I've never heard that either. Rather say that. (laughs) What's that? Give me some brain. I thought when they were talking about brains, they were talking about your your boobs. I thought brains was ball. Or maybe it's it guts. Because it wasn't... um, (laughs) You're just making shit up now. No, I'm not making up. Did you see the movie Waiting? No. No. Ryan Reynolds? No. They have all these things about doing weird things with their balls. There's there's some oh, called the getting brain. Oh, is that the movie I'm getting brain. I thought I thought brain was boobs. Like I thought when they No, brain, brain is means you put your wiener in the mouth and it's near the brain. That's what? why they, That's what they call it brain. Look Ew. it up. Urban dictionary. I'm going to look that up. I don't I don't like that. Urban dictionary getting brain. It says receiving oral stimulation of the penis from another's mouth. And here's it used in this sentence. I was getting brain from this girl <laughs> in the passenger seat. <laughs> uh, another word that can be used is <laughs> bobbing the knob. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, actually. Bobbing the knob. Bobbing, the knob. <laughs> uh, bobbing for apples? No, I'm bobbing for knob. <laughs> bobbing. Gross. Can somebody hand me my shark glass, please? Where's my shark? You killed the shark. I got you a new shot glass. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? I, I thought do. I like my hat better. I thought you liked Cheers. That's why I got that one. I'm sorry. I don't think you can top your hat. I I don't think I've ever been out gifted by myself, but it still feels <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> in a weird way. Yeah, it does. I'm like, wow, I hate that kid. <laughs> like, like at birthday parties when, like, when you're younger and they're opening the gifts and you thought you had a really cool gift and they open yours and they're like, oh, cool, thanks. And then they open someone else's and they're like, wow, this is awesome. That's how I just felt, but about myself. And you always, re- you always resent that kid that gives the best gift. There you go. You've peaked. You've peaked, Jen. You climaxed. Babe. Cheers.